to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. We worship and exalt you. We magnify and glorify your name. We thank you for who you are, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Your faithfulness has brought us this far, Father. And your faithfulness will lead us to the end. Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of health. We thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the grace to be alive today to see October 2021. And to be part of your package for us as a ministry, as a church. Thank you for bringing us, us into this season. The season of restoration. Thank you for the visible manifestation of restoration in every area of our lives. We give you the praise. We worship, honor, magnify you. And so, Spirit of the living God, I step aside this morning. And I ask you to take your place. And I ask you to express yourself freely to me. Wear me as the hand of O sweet Holy Spirit. I ask you to reach every ear, every heart under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter all today. And put testimonies in every mouth. We return all glory and our praise to you, Father. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Join me and welcome and receive all our friends across the globe. Whatever you are. The, the presence of God in the house is reaching you. In the name of Jesus. We give you the praise. We magnify and adore you, Lord. Blessed be your name, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say with me, restoration. Welcome to our season of restoration. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to our season. Of restoration. Blessed be your name. Glory to God. Thank you Father. Hallelujah. We're talking on what I call restoration. The theme of the fast. What is restoration? Restoration literally is the action of Returning something to a former owner or returning something to a for, the former place, state, or condition. Praise God. The biblical meaning of restoration is God causing you or God causing his people to receive back more than we, they have lost. God causing his people to receive back much more than they have been robbed Deprived or denied.
When we talk about restoration, it's God that does the restoration for his people. And when God does the restoration, the final state will be much more than the original. Praise God. Where you were before, what you lost, what you were denied or deprived of, now that it's been restored, it will be better, greater than what it used to be before. For God always restores in quantity and quality, according to our father, Dr. Bishop Michael Conco. For in God's equation and economy, the latter is always greater than the former. Never you forgot. In this season, God's equation and economy in restoration, the latter is always greater than the former. Hence, in this season, when God is true with us, we shall be bigger, better, and greater, and stronger in the mighty name of Jesus. Haggai chapter 2 verse 9 told us, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. Praise the Lord. No matter how you enter this season of restoration, hear me and hear me clearly. You are coming out better, stronger, bigger, and greater. No matter how you enter, you are coming out better, bigger, stronger, and greater in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Now let's go to our text. Joel chapter 2 from verse 19. Joel chapter 2 from verse 19. Joel chapter 2 from verse 19. The Lord will answer and say to his people. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. The Lord will answer and say to his people. Behold, I will send you rain and new wine and oil. And you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. These are uh, promises that God has made. And hear me and hear me clearly. Before God makes any promise, he is telling us of what he has already done. This is not futuristic. This is what he has already done. Permit me to go ahead of me. Jesus said, it is finished. In John chapter 19 verse 30. In Revelation chapter 21 verse 6, he said, it is done. I am the Alpha, I am the Omega. Restoration is a done deal in the life of God's people. Whatever you might have lost, whatever you might have been robbed, whatever you might have been deprived or denied, you are gaining back bigger, better, greater, and stronger. In the name of Jesus.
He's made a promise. Verse 20. That I will remove far from you the northern army. Removing far from us anything that have harmed us. Whatever that have harmed you. Whatever that have been a hindrance. Have been a trouble. Whatever that have troubled you. Whatever that have been an obstacle. He said he will remove far from you. Far. Not just remove from you. But remove far from you. He will remove far from us. In the name of Jesus. But I will remove far from you the northern army. And will drive him away into a barren and desolate land. With his face towards the eastern sea. And his back towards the western sea. His stench will come up. And his far order will rise. And that is why he says. He will no longer make us a reproach. Whatever have reproached us is removed. So in this season, you enter with the attitude of it is done. Praise God. It is done. Somebody say with me, it is done. It is done. Because he has done monstrous things. He say, in view of this revelation, Fear not, verse 21. Fear not, O land. Fear not, O Tremgos Embassy's manner. Fear not, O Fred, O Emusa. Put your name there and your hustles. Be glad and rejoice. Because what God, in view of what God is doing or what God has done, the end result is gladness and joy, boldness and confidence. Because the absence of fear is boldness and confidence. Praise God. For the Lord has done marvelous things. Did you see it? He has done marvelous things. Not he will do marvelous things. And we will testify in the name of Jesus. These marvelous things he has done will affect every area of our lives. Every area. Everything that surrounds us will experience it. Glory to God. And that's why I said, do not be afraid, you beasts of the field. For the open pastures are springing up and the tree bears its fruit. The visitation of God will affect every area of our lives. Everyone close to us. Everyone relating to us. Will be affected, will be imparted. Our communities, our cities, our families, our job, our offices, our business, our schools. As long that the fact that we are in that community, it will be imparted and affected in the name of Jesus. It's not just about us. The great thing God has done. Like a ripple effect. You know when you go to the pond, you throw a stone. What happened? The stone does just not affect the spot. Ripple effect affects the whole water. That is how it's going to be in every area of our lives. Our communities. Our city. And hear me and hear me clearly. Even in this land that God has planted us. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. Wherever you see Zion or Jerusalem of Israel, he's talking about the church, you and I. Talking about the redeemer of, of God, of the Lord, the, the people of God. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. When God visits, what happens? There is unlimited joy and gladness. Sorrow is gone. Revelation 21. He said he will wipe away every tears from their eyes. Sorrow is gone. Then joy comes. No wonder the Bible says weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning. There's a season of joy. The season of restoration is a season of joy. The season of restoration is a season of abundance. The season of restoration is season. The season of fruitfulness. The season of restoration is a season of peace, of gladness, of security. It's a season of lifting our holy hands, glorifying Jesus. For when God turned the captivity of Zion, they were like men that dream dreams. Everyone will be surprised. There will be a lot of surprises. Pleasant surprises is a common thing in our lives in this season. In the name of Jesus. Our testimony shall be noise abroad. People that have mocked at us, that have ridiculed us, we tell of the greatness of God in our lives. That is our portion in the name of Jesus. It is our season. It's not because of our smartness. Because God out of his own volition have decided to visit us. And we have our responsibility is to enjoy the season. Somebody say enjoy the season. Enjoy the season. Whatever you are under the sound of my voice. Enjoy the season. Just as it is here in southeast of the United States and all over the nations, all over this country, we are, we are at the beginning of fall, right? It's fall. I woke up this morning as I stepped out from the garage. There was this cool air that just blew. I said, Lord, thank you for this beautiful hair. This is what fall is about. There are kind of a beautiful smell that comes when you come out in the morning. You understand what I'm saying? So refreshing. We will not miss any part of the restoration in the name of Jesus. We will not miss any part of this season. In the name of Jesus. For he has given. Why did he say he should be glad? For he has given. He has given you. The former reign. Faithfully. Because the God that you and I. Serve is the faithful God. He is the faithful God. His name is faithful. His name is. Is faithfulness. Glory to God. And he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain 
and the later rain in the first month. <coughs> Whatever you have suffered, double is our portion. For every trouble, double is our portion. Receive double in the name of Jesus. Thank you. I say receive double for your portion. In the name of Jesus. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat. We said that abundance always, you know, is synonymous with what? Um, the restoration is synonymous with what? Abundance, fruitfulness, joy, peace, gladness. And what? Fruitfulness. The hand of God Almighty will turn things around for us. He will stir the waters in the name of Jesus. The threshing floors shall be full of width. And the verse shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore. I will restore. The years that the swarming locusts has eaten. This is the act of God Almighty. Not by the effort of man. No amount of expertise can restore years. Every year, every wasted years, every deprived years, every lost years are restored in our lives, in our families, in our career, in our professions. In academies, in the name of Jesus. 26. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Embrace the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. The striking thing that is demanded from us is faithfulness in this season. Gratefulness in this season. He said you shall eat in plenty. And praise the name of the Lord your God. Eat in plenty. And know that at the end of the day. You just walk out on God. And that's why it's, it's specifically written there. And he even told the children of Israel. When you have come to the land that God has promised your father and you have failed, he said, you should serve the Lord your God. You should honor him. You should not start doing your own thing because he is the one that gives you power to get to it. But how many people today in the church are faithful to these promises? Many come to God when they are nobody, when they had no name. But the moment they are made, they walk out on God. 
they think they have been made better. Whereas it's just a glimpse of the glory they just saw. That will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. We will not be robbed. All that Jesus died for, all that Jesus paid for, will be seen in our lives. In the name of Jesus. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. This is not by your intelligence. This is not by your smartness. This is not due to your contact or connection. This is the act of God Almighty. And it is demanded and mandated, mandatory for us to be faithful. Mandatory for us to honor and glorify him. In the name of Jesus. And my people shall never be put to shame. Shame is gone forever from us. Reproach is gone forever from us. In the name of Jesus. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of my people. Trem God's embassy's manner. I am the Lord your God and there is none other. My people shall never be put to shame. Do you see that again? Shame is a thing of the past in our lives. In the name of Jesus. We must notice that restoration always produces abundance much more. You understand what I'm saying? Restoration always produces what? Abundance. It always produces much more. No wonder God told us this is a year of exceeding abundantly. Have you seen the, the sequence? 2021, he told us it's a year of what? Exceeding abundantly. Beyond measure. Beyond imagination. Beyond thought. Beyond what you ever think or ask. Praise God. He will exceed them all. And the theme of Kingdom Life 2021, when we are celebrating our 48th anniversary, is exceeding glory. Now tie it together. Exceeding abundantly with, with restoration that produces exceeding glory. So, the year of reproach and shame is forever gone from us. As a church, as a people, as a family, as a couple, and as individual. In the name of Jesus. It's a season. It's a season. The children of Israel were in the bondage for 430 years. God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 that you are children. Your descendants will go into bondage. God told Abraham. Those children that were born during that period, it was not their making. They happened to be born in that season. And they suffer all that season producing their lives. But when the time arrived, for them, when the time came for them to be delivered, the children that were born 
were the ones that experienced deliverance. You notice that those that came from Egypt, all of them died in in wilderness. Only the generation that were born on the way, that were not old enough, were the ones that made it to the promised land. Hear me and hear me clearly. In this season of glory, exceeding glory, in this season of restoration, in this season of exceeding abundantly, the glory undeniably shall be manifested in our lives. Exceeding glory is our portion. God did not make mistake by allowing you and I to see this season. <clears throat> Youngest baby in the house, are you hearing me? God did not make mistake. And there was many members of this ministry that are going to be with the Lord. They were not sinners. But God allowed you and I to see this season. The fullness of God's cancer shall prevail in our lives. The evidence of this season shall be seen and visible in our lives. In the name of Jesus, our families, our job, our careers will experience the evidence. In the name of Jesus. So I want you to never you take this season for granted. Don't you ever take this season for granted. You have to be grateful to God that you are alive today. And go for all that God has for you. Just be like Moses that told Pharaoh. Pharaoh, we are going with everything we have. Not even a hoof will be left in Egypt. Not even a hoof will be left in Egypt. So, be greedy and be glutonious to, to consume everything that God has for us in this season. No wonder the Holy Ghost told us last Sunday, he said, be intentionally tenacious. Go for it and don't let go. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Intentionally tenacious. Kamaza Brahaskoto. So this morning, we're just laying the foundation. From next Sunday, we'll pick it. Say, so what then have the Lord restored to us? We'll pick it from here. What are the things that God have restored to us now that we're in the season of restoration? We have to know. The Bible told us in Corinthians chapter 2, that the God, God has given us his spirit so that we will know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We have to know it is a season of restoration. What are the things God has restored to you? What are the things God has restored to us? We'll pick it up from here next Sunday. Praise God. I'm going to pause. And you have to Open up yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to open you up to receive all God has for us in this season. Be stubborn to refuse 
and reject every destruction. What did I say? Be stubborn to refuse and reject every destruction. And hear me and hear me clearly. The destruction might come from your spouse. Are you hearing me? Because when we talk like this, people will be looking for the, the, the being that have two big horns, the human being that have two big horns, the devil. That TV, that sport you love, that drama you love, that movie you love, might be the distraction. And that food you love so much, might be the distraction. You are fasting, you have made up your mind to fast. And your wife or your husband started cooking that what you love. Be stubborn. Be ready to refuse and reject every form of distraction. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray. You are not the son of my voice. The beginning of restoration is you receiving the love of God for your life. Accepting what God has done for you. Receive Jesus. That's it. The greater restoration is you restored back to where you come from. Restore to the source of your life. Restore to your maker. Restore to the owner and the lover of your soul. That's a greater restoration. So I want to pray with you. I want you to say this with all your heart. Jesus loves you so much that he gave his life. He died. Hear me, it's not a fiction. Not all those superhero stories we watch on that Hollywood dishes out every, every now and then. This is real. Because most of those superhero movies are fiction. Who have ever seen Spider-Man or whatever the name they called and the Batman. Those are all fictions. The Jesus love for you is not fiction. The sacrifice Jesus paid for you is not fiction. The death that Jesus died for you is not fiction. And when you reject Jesus, hell is not fiction. Heaven is not fiction. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Hell is not uh, life with parole. AJ, no. There's no parole in hell. If human being, the government of the United States and the government of the world so smart enough to know that there are things you do against another human being and they say the judgment, the sentence is for you to go to jail, life, without parole. What about God that created human being? Think about it. Because many, many people 
the devil have lied to them to tell them, ah, God cannot send human beings to hell. God can't send you to hell. He is so good. He's not that wicked. And somebody was telling me some years ago, he said, when God threw me to hell, I would jump over it. I laughed. If the government of this world, different nations, developed nations, developed countries, and underdeveloped countries, knew in their law book that there are things you do against another human being, and they will send you to jail without parole. What do you think about God? Most of the nations of the world, they will build beautiful houses, beautiful infrastructures, and now they will not build jail, prison, for those that walk against the law of the land. What do you think about God? Will you go against the will of God, the love of God. There is a place for those that go against the love of God, the will of God for them, the sacrifice of God, Jesus, the death of Jesus. The, that place is called hell fire. Hear me, you don't go, God doesn't send anyone to hell. When you die today and you wake up on the other side and you find yourself in hell, you went. When you commit adultery, you steal. You even kill. That doesn't send you to hellfire. Because Jesus has already paid for all the sins. What sends you to hell is you rejecting the gift of God for your life. Rejecting the love of God for your life. Rejecting the sacrifice that Jesus Christ has made on your behalf. When you refuse Jesus, that's what sent you to hell. It is not the name, the sin you commit. Because as long as God is concerned, God has already judged sin in Christ. He judged sin. He judged sin in Christ. The condemnation, everything. That judgment that God will ever judge sin with has been judged in Christ. He paid it all for you. And when he pay, finished pain, he said, it is finished. There's not addition again. And that's why anyone that go to hell, sorry, it's too bad. And that's why God sent me to you this morning. Whatever the time zone you are in, to receive the gift of God for you, to receive the love of God for you, to accept Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. The days we are living in is evil. Don't know whether when you go to bed you will wake up in the morning. Receive Jesus. I want to pray with you. I want you to say this with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you now. As my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for paying the price for my sins and setting me free. In the name of Jesus, from today, be my Lord, be my Savior. Help me.
to live this kingdom life here on earth. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. Wherever you are, if you pray this prayer sincerely and honestly, you are now a child of God. Welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. For as many that receive him to them, he gave power to become sons of God. And now the next thing to do is go to your smartphone and your tablet. The app store on your smartphone and tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. Because Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. Bible is the will of God to you. Bible reveals to you your right, your privileges in this kingdom life, in this kingdom as a member of God's family. So what belongs to you is in the Bible. You have to know about it. The next thing you should do is to go to a Bible-believing church and tell the pastor I sent you. Because you have to grow. The Bible says in the book of Peter chapter 2, as newborn babe, desire the sincere meek of the word that you will grow thereby. Just like a little child, a baby boy or girl born, need nourishment, need the milk from the mom to be nourished, to be strong, to be healthy, and to grow. You have to be fed with the word of God to, for you to grow to maturity. The day your mom delivered you, you were not like this. You were taken care of. That is why you are like this. You are now a man or a woman. You need to be taken care of as a child of God. Go to a Bible-believing church where they preach and practice the Bible. Then if you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, I make bold to invite you to trim God's embassy's manner. 1611. 1611 Roswell Street Manor, zip code 30080. We meet on Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern, just like this day. We look forward to, reach, to reaching you, to re receiving you. Praise the Lord. And you go to our website, tremusa.org, tremusa.org. I listen to our podcast. Go there and listen to different messages. And you can drop us a line. Trem at tremusa.org Praise God. I will get back to you. Praise God. Then click donation and give your offering. Donate and be a blessing. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We honor, bless, and praise you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.